Hello and welcome to the Homebrew Magic Podcast. My name is Nelson and with me as always are Schnell and Teach. How are you guys doing tonight? Now that we're here. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm busy playing Mana Strike, so uh, I, won't be, I won't be paying attention during the podcast. Uh, we are here with our, our 2020 recap. So we've turned the calendar over to 2021 and we are going to talk about the things that happened uh, in Magic in 2020 and looking at this timeline... Uh, I think all of us are like, holy shit, that happened. Do you remember that um, about <laughs> about certain things? So it should make for an interesting conversation because we haven't covered any of this together. Um, like we haven't, we we knew what we were going to talk about, but we haven't talked about each thing, you know, in advance of uh, prepping for the show or whatever. So uh, this is just going to be off the we cuff. Holy prepared. shit, do you remember that? Well, <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah so that's that's what we're doing tonight uh taking a break from the from the deck text and we're going to jump right into our 2020 review but before we do that uh what have you guys been up to lately Schnell? let's start with you uh i have been building edh decks like a fiend lately um i've built well since our christmas uh my christmas deck i'm a big fan of and i might start tweaking that to make it less christmas themed more trying to be a good playable deck themed because i realized how much therapy that i might actually need when building that and thinking about my <laughs> christmas experiences um but after that i in in previous order so i started the upgrades on my gashath bingo dino dna deck uh tweaking my christmas themed just let me play with your toy for a minute i won't break it deck uh, I have now, if you were dead or still alive, I don't Kervik, my Kervik deck, uh, which, despite being a stupid creature, is very impactful. I've played maybe half a dozen games with this thing now, and not being able to play anything, you know, with a one one toughness can really mess with a, with a strategy. Like Tej's uh, tokens that we just played with. If Karavik was out, all of them just die upon entering right away, and that would have yeah. that probably would have really, really hurt his uh, his strategy. Uh, today, I was also retooling my. Uh, the name of the deck is a poorly CG Dwayne the Rock Johnson because it's the Scorpion God deck, and that is probably his most memorable role, as somebody tried to draw dwayne the rock johnson from memory on a computer and then glued him onto a fucking scorpion <laughs> i believe that's exactly how they did his uh, cgi work for that movie just can you draw the rock like, which which rock we're not sure but just, just get vaguely started. a rock just get a started rock. and we'll check it in the theaters <laughs> like that was that was their level of detail so i have been just building and tweaking more decks than I need and I'm excited because I have like three more deck builds that I'm starting up probably this week that's awesome that's awesome what about you Teach? what have you been up to uh not a whole lot um excuse me um <laughs> I Riveting. I uh was hoping that uh tonight I would play uh Amareth for the first time but I I seem to still be missing cards. I completely forgot. Chanel, I think you have a couple more cards coming for me that you had ordered. Yes, I just... Well, with the holiday delay, uh, I yeah. just got today um, 
Morophon and Spreading Plague, I believe, which were for somebody who asked for cards like three days before you did. Yeah. So I expect by the end of this week I should have the rest of the stuff that you re-requested. Yeah, but I think I, I think if I remember correctly, you only have like two more things for me? I don't remember. And I seem to be missing nine more cards, so I need to go through this list and find out what I still don't have. But I thought I had, I thought I had put a call out for everything I was missing. So that's my uh, was it that's, basic that's lands? I, I know you didn't put lands in the deck the first go around. Uh, <laughs> the lands are there this time. Okay, okay. Um, including basics. Um, but uh, no, other than that. Um, I got this brand new microphone that I'm excited to use for recording, but I tried using it during gameplay, and it wasn't working very well. <laughs> it would just randomly increase the gain every single time I made a noise. So if that game goes out on the internet, the volume on my end is going to be an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the um, internet itself is leaning in to hear you more. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other than that, though, that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's I haven't been doing much since uh, like over the holidays as much as I had hoped to get done. Mm. Um, but now that things are starting to calm down, I want to get this Amareth deck built. Um, oh, uh, I made a I made a New Year's resolution. My goal was to play um, an EDH game a day for a year, uh, and so far uh, I'm two games in for the year. So. That's going well, um, but those games should be easy to make up. Uh, oh, you're just trying to average it the, out. Okay, yeah, that's more reasonable. Uh, I was going to use the 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 Nifty Gauntlet app to keep track of of my 365 games this year, but I, for the life of me, can't figure out how to reset my current win rate. So that's also something I have to figure out. Can you go into the app and then delete the app from the app store and wipe your phone and throw it into the sun and then buy a new phone and create a new program? I can do all of those things except throw my phone into the sun. That should be part of your New New Year's resolution. Work on your upper body strength until you can throw your old phone into the sun. Deal. Sweet. I've been doing ab exercises and holy shit does my tummy hurt. (laughs) <laughs> poor little guy yeah no i do really like the uh 365 edh games in a year i think that's a solid yeah. goal it'll be a fun adventure yes and i, like I will i look forward to playing 300 games on december 31st <laughs> as you know everything falls apart again this year and we don't have even internet like some sort of internet <laughs> like breaks out in March. <laughs> Everything goes to hell. Calling it now. God, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> uh yeah, that's it sounds like we've all been doing the same thing. So since the uh since the Christmas EDH um brew challenge that we did, that was an absolute blast to play. C-E-D-H. Uh I have been just like flying through ideas uh left and right for edh decks that i've either kind of had in my in my brain for a while or like kind of pieced together but never really finished um 
I threw together a list for uh, the new Nevenral uh, Urborg Tyrant that I have all the pieces for my V1.04, um, and I can't wait to have you guys tear that apart because I feel like I'm missing so much. So I look forward to being able to do that uh, in a future episode with you. I have everything I need for Yarek except for a Crater Hoof um, Behemoth. So... Um, I just won our fantasy football league and we'll be coming into some cash. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to spend, uh, you know, 50 bucks or whatever from my fantasy football winnings and get Not a Not to brag, hook. but I happen to have taken eighth place in that exact same league. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, no one will explain to me what fantasy football is. <laughs> <laughs> That's because everybody else just wants to take your money. I'm That's your friend, fair. though. It's, it's the tax I pay to hang out with you guys. And pretend, like, yeah, I mean, I can't believe he dropped the touch points on the, on the end zone line. Uh, so... Uh, let's see. Yeah, so that's for Yarek, and I feel like there's one more. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know how we're pronouncing this guy's name. AC, EC, AEC, the, the, tire, the tyrant of Gyre Strait, the new um, Simic commander from Commander Legends. Um, I'm working on... I, I've got some upgrades uh, for him, um, but I'm working on change, moving that into a like a proliferate and a plus one plus one counter uh, kind of angle, while also doing everything I can to just you know shit out as many lands as possible with things like uh, him and Azusa exploration things like that. So um, working on slowly rolling that over, but that's I'm gonna that's say about AC. it. I'm gonna say um, AC like ACDC. There you go, AC. I like that. Um, and that's really that's it uh, honestly it, you know so we're we're not too far away from the release of Kaldheim right now um but you know like Chanel you had mentioned right before we started recording I'm just like can we pause just for just for a second uh because 2020 was insane uh 2020 if you guys remember was the year <laughs> of commander and holy shit um it was the year of product overload <laughs> yeah um i have never felt more fatigue i'm excited right but honestly i haven't looked at a single called spoiler other than what you guys have shared like in discord or our facebook group chat like that's it um really the only thing i know about is is whether or not uh you know obviously the elish norn um fake that was going around was super fake considering that art was a spoof on pan's labyrinth but the Voren collects is he real is he not is it a fan card is it not uh you know outside of that i haven't seen much for Kaldheim, um and i'm not that upset about it just because like i feel like my brain needs a break and i know my wallet does um so we'll see what happens when it actually comes out but before we get to 2021 um we got we got to talk about what happened in 2020 and uh like we were joking about earlier on january 14th mana strike was revealed and we all played the shit out of that for 30 seconds and then um i uninstalled it from my phone i never (laughs) downloaded it (laughs) uh did you play mana strike no um i honestly i i completely forgot about it until i pulled this website up and then laughed like a maniac at it um (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I uh I don't remember anything about it. Was this wasn't the this wasn't the uh promised uh MMORPG, was it? No, that's different. Okay. Um was, was this the Netflix the Netflix anime? 
<laughs> no, I, honestly, I don't even remember what it was. Um, it, it's like a, it's almost like a tower defense zombie. You know, uh, what what the fuck is it? Plants versus zombies or whatever. I, I like tower defense games. Maybe I love I tower defense one. games, but this game I did not enjoy, uh, and I removed <laughs> it post haste. Um, so yeah, that was that's our thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But if we get to the first the first actual set release of 2020, that was Theros Beyond Death, and that came out January 24th. Uh, and this is actually the last set that I drafted in person, and I drafted it in February at the Fire and Ice Convention in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Oh, that was um, fun. With with Schnell and a handful of people, and uh, I that was I, I'll I just remember it very strongly because when Schnell was handing out packs, I said I will uh, I would appreciate that Dream Trawler, please, because that was the bomb that I wanted to chase, and my <laughs> pack one pick one was a fucking Dream Trawler, and I just thought that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean. I enjoyed drafting the set. I thought that uh, there was some fun stuff in in limited. Uh, I like. I'm trying to think of cards that are still being played right now. Um, uh, Soul Guide Lantern. That um, it, am I thinking? No, not Soul Guide. Is it Soul Guide Lantern? Is that the one I'm thinking of, or is it some? It's a lantern, but is that the right one? I have no idea what you're talking about. Neither do I. <laughs> are you just making up cards again? <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. I Uro. Uro is. Still uh, like- yeah. No. No. It is from Theros Beyond Death. It's an. It's an. Uh, it's an uncommon. Uh, it's an artifact when it when it enters the graveyard, exile target card from a graveyard, and then you can uh, tap it and sack it to exile each opponent's graveyard. Oh yeah, I do remember. Uh, or you can pay one, tap it, and sack it to draw a card. Um, so it's like a it's like a bajuka bug that hits all your opponents instead of just. Um, Instead of just one. Yes, uh, that, so that card certainly is peak Theros. It was the uh, greatest thing ever created. Well, I just know that I've seen it, it <laughs> when I've seen people play standard. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's a it's a big card in standard. Um, but yeah, I mean, so so Theros gave us the Titans, um, Uro, and um, uh, God, why, the red black guy. Why can't I think of his name? Because um, he doesn't matter. Because he's he not wasn't Uro. Uro. That's true. Um, Kroxa. Yeah. Uh, I like him because he makes you discard, and I like hand disruption. Um, but I, I had fun uh, with the vi- the one day that I drafted Theros. <laughs> uh, I had I had a lot of fun with it, and I enjoyed um, picking up cards from the set. Uh, what did you guys think about Theros? Do you remember it fucking happening this past year? <laughs> <sighs> My memory is usually crap overall, but when you when you talked about the Fire and Ice uh, convention draft, I remember having a lot of fun with that. And the reason why I think I had so much fun is I got to play in it and I played against somebody who was from out of town. And every time I play against somebody I've never played before, I assume that they are secretly some sort of undercover world champion player and that they are just going to trounce me. So if I do well against strangers, because we we benchmark ourselves against our playgroups and against our familiars for the most part. So anytime I do well against a stranger and I think I beat him and then gave him prizes anyway, because that's, you know, what I generally do. But it was a blast because I don't I didn't get a chance to play Theros or draft Theros much before playing in that event, but I had some downtime and somebody was watching my booth for me. So I had a lot of fun with that one. I would love to be able to draft Theros a couple more times, considering I think I still have at least a case of it in my closet right now. Well, yeah, like we were talking about the other day, I want you to hang on to, um, excuse me, a case of Theros and a case of Zendikar 
or not a case. My God, I meant a box, <laughs> a box uh, of Theros. And no, a box he said of case. He's committed. No uh, <laughs> It's it's on the internet. Stamp it. Yeah, I said it. Um, so that it's we can draft uh, once once we're able to get back together uh, in person. Uh, because on top of the drafting, like um, you know, we still have that cube that I had put together for us that I really want to fucking play with you guys so yeah there's so much build up to this that i i don't know what to expect i hope that you haven't looked at it at all i haven't yet i know i know two cards that are in there because i specifically requested them i know nothing else i i secretly hope that somebody just made a ton of proxy cards that all say you guys suck jokes on you and it's all dated (laughs) but because you've never opened it and looked at it you don't know until we finally get to it like a year after we've had it and the guy's like, they didn't even look at my cube. What assholes? <laughs> <laughs> Call this number for a good time, and it's just it's like the, the guy's just sitting by his phone. Where are they? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Teach, did you play any Theros? Uh, you know what? I did not. Uh, Theros was released the day after my daughter was born. That's so, right. Yes. So I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't touch the set. Um, I've got a few, uh, cards that I pulled out of it. I was just quickly going through, like, New Thassa. I threw that in my Silimgar deck. Um, R.I.P. Silimgar. <laughs> I haven't played you in a year. Um. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Uh, one of the decks that I'm thinking about putting together requires me going through opponents' decks and going, like, I want to build blue-black, let me touch all your things. And that will be my yeah. post-pandemic deck. <laughs> that is the entire yeah that's kind of what Silimgar is yeah that's why i haven't touched thought of um, adele because i can't fucking take all your permanents when i can't touch your permanents just do all the things that we haven't been able to do for a year <laughs> yeah uh i'm running a dryad of the elysian grove and corvold uh that card does work um i'm running what is it the spear thing Oh, spear, shadow uh, spear, shadow spear. Yeah, that's it. Shadow spear. Shadow spear. Oh, uh, not anymore. Now that I'm now that I'm looking at it, uh, shadow spear was in my first uh, uh, draft of my mutate deck, which one of my goals is to revisit um, once I start out some time. Uh, but the biggest thing that I that I think about whenever I think of Theros is Nyx Bloom Ancient, yeah. um, and how everyone just goes crazy for that card, and I still don't like it. <laughs> Not because I think it's uber powerful or anything, but I just don't like the design. Seven mana. Now everything you tap taps for three more. Uh, it just doesn't excite me. You can you can get mana plenty of easier, cheaper, cheapier ways <laughs> than a seven mana Nyx Bloom Ancient. I'm not saying it's not powerful. There's just better things. Yeah, I think you can do with mana. So, but people love that card. They sure do. Um, but. More people run creature removal than they do enchantment removal. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, you know that Chanel says run enchantment removal. Uh, that you game should. we played where Teach kept blowing up all your enchantments, that was enchantment removal. You know how it important was. it was that I blew up his his uh, aura shards because I had enchantment removal? Yeah, it was very important because nobody would let me cast my commander for free. 
So that I can once barrage again, Mir into Aura Shards to blow up his Aura Shards. But yeah, no. You're... Once again, you didn't even ask me. You didn't even offer me the deal. I, that's true. I didn't offer you the deal to blow up your own Aura Shards. I and should one, have, but I didn't. once again, I apologize for immediately calling you a shithead for that offer. I should have <laughs> well, heard you out. <laughs> Given you a chance. That's fine. That's fine. Nobody <laughs> wants to see a free Kozlik, um, well, regardless of what Kozlik it is. Out. Yeah, I just need I just need to get a creature so that I can turn my Mirage Mirror into his Aura Shards and then blow up his Aura Shards. It's only a Kozilek the Great Distortion. It's not that big of a deal. And the only one I can get into play is my right. commander, if you let me. Uh, so after after Theros, we had the first secret layer of the year, and it was the year of the rat, and oh I God, don't I think don't... any of us paid attention to that. No. <laughs> was this the first secret layer ever? No, for the year. No, the first secret layer came out at the end of 2019, I believe. There was a there was a handful okay. of them, um, because I got the one that had the Reaper King and the Ur-Dragon. Um, That's right. The, the, yeah, the there was a sl- Kaleidoscope the Killers. One. There was like four or five of them that came out right at the end of 2019. Yeah. Is that what it was called, Kaleidoscope Killers? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a Dexter villain. <laughs> it does sound like a Dexter villain. <laughs> Uh, after that, on Valentine's Day, we had the Secret Layer Drop series Theros Stargazing, which I also passed on. <laughs> um, yeah, just, that was all the constellation cards of all the gods that were printed in the new Theros set and the original uh, Theros block. So, just, just to fast forward through all of them, I will point out right now, I will never buy a Secret Layer for myself at all. I received two copies of the... Uh, the one that extra just, life, extra life. That's it. I received two copies of that as a Christmas slash birthday present from my wife because I went, eh, it has a Sphinx in it and it's for a fundraiser. That is the only condition. I will, I will never openly support secret layers because I hate the idea of just wizards selling you singles directly, even even not from the standpoint of a card store. Just bypassing the LGS to sell you secondary market stuff directly is is a damn slippery slope. And we saw them fall down that slope full on, yep. you know, head first into it this year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Like I said, I bought the Kaleidoscope Killers one, um, yeah. and then this, this year turned into just... I mean, secret layer after secret. They're they not so secret anymore. They you just kept why? putting them out. Because you bought one. It's my fault. I did it. I'm <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, you know, I I bought the Extra Life one, too, because I donate to Extra Life every year, uh, and I raise money for Extra Life I, every year. Again, fundraising um, for kids, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that one's great. And honestly, I was going to buy the Seb McKinnon one, but I, I didn't because I don't think that that is a Seb McKinnon charity event. Uh, as much as I want to, I will wait until uh, my LGS, you know, um, Schnell or somewhere else around here uh, has a copy of the Seb McKinnon Damnation, and I will buy the single from them um, I was gonna say, rather the one, than directly The one from two Wizards. blocks up the road, I know he... He bought a bunch of the Walking Dead ones and was reselling those, which I will do that. I will buy them from an LGS that buys them and marks them up ever so slightly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I did get, I have to say, I did actually buy um, from 
it was from TCG player, so I don't know what store it was from, but I did buy the Mogus Constellation for the Mogus deck that I built, got shit on for, and then <laughs> tore apart. <laughs> you got bullied Which is actually, taking it apart. Actually, I'm glad, though, that I bought all those, because I have a lot of really badass enchantments, but I was able to take some of my favorite ones and then put them into Queen Marchesa, so it worked out in the end, because I still really like that Queen Marchesa oh, deck. Oh, I love your Queen Marchesa deck because of how annoying it is to play against. <laughs> <laughs> it is... It is so fun. <laughs> um, and then I got, um, so I, just to see what it was all about, I had subscribed to the, God, whatever Channel Fireball's loot crate is, essentially every quarter or whatever. Um, it's got a really stupid name. The Baller Box. That's what it's called, The Baller Box. And I got a, I think it was a Utropia, maybe? No, Utropia is not a, a god. Um, <laughs> I, I got some, I got some god. Um, Utropia? <laughs> She's a she's a, a a legendary from Theros Beyond Death. Um, shit, why can't I think of the oh Afara? That's why I'm okay. thinking Afara, God of the okay. Polis. Um, I got her a constellation in one of those monthly or one of those quarterly boxes that they do. Um, but after after that on Valentine's Day, uh, two weeks later, Unsanctioned came out, and honestly, I forgot that Unsanctioned was a thing, let alone that it came out in 2020. Um, I did not play Unsanctioned at all. Um, Chanel, but you were selling it. Uh, yes. And I, you I played, played it, right? I played it one whole time, and I loved it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I, I did not like that they threw in one copy of each basic land in a super fancy, you know, on-border style to try and sell these things to, uh, you know, more competitive players. Because the market at that point was just flooded with copies of unsanctioned minus those five lands. And it just everyone like in the secondary market was just buying up the lands, shucking the rest of the cards off for, you know, pennies, and no one was actually playing it. So I yeah. made a point to actually play it, and it was a fun experience. I really like it. I need to sleeve my copy up and actually play it more. But you can't really do that, you know, through the mail, I guess, at this point. Because, Nelson, if you don't have yours, or if you don't have one, or Teach, if you have one ready to go, we can we can do it via webcam. But beyond that, it is very okay. difficult to uh, play remotely. Yeah, I, I, I picked up one of these. I was really excited. I actually... I did play it. Did I play it with you? Was our one game against each other? Um... Maybe. Actually, no, I played more than once then, because I played a tall red-haired kid at the shop. Oh, that's not me. Yeah, you are not <laughs> that a tall red-haired kid. That I, is not no, you must have played more than once then, because I think you and I played, and that was the one time I played. Okay. So yes, TJ and so, I have played, and then I want to say AJ and I have played, but not the AJ that um, Nelson knows. So yeah. I still have mine. Uh, everything is still like in the box. I haven't taken it out yet, um, because... Uh, uh, my good friend Schnell was talking about building an insert to put in the box to keep all the decks nice and separated. I should make you one. When they're sleeved? Yes, we had discussed this, <laughs> and it hasn't happened yet. Um, 
and I completely understand why it's really not that big a deal, but <laughs> that's the only reason I haven't touched it yet, because I, I don't want to, you know, have to try to shove all these things in places where they don't fit and things get ruined, Yeah. so it's just kind of sitting on a shelf right now, but I but it really was a lot of fun. I highly recommend, if you can find a box of Unsanctioned, pick it up. Yeah. It's a great experience for two people. Yeah, the I only, need the to go, thing I need to get a set now, I did not pick it up. That vacuformed insert does not fit the card sleeved. And that, that is a design yeah. flaw on their part. They should have made Agreed. little cardboard boxes that they could keep the cards in and have those cardboard boxes be big enough for sleeved co- copies of the decks inside them. Because yeah, they did, the, they did that with um, uh, Rivals of Excellent... Uh, Explorers of Excellent. Explorers of set. Yeah. Every, every card that yes. comes in there, there's enough space in the insert to have them sleeved and in those boxes. Yes, I think they did the same thing with uh, uh, Arch Enemy Nicol Bolas too. Um, yes, I believe I have all those decks sleeved up in their respective deck boxes inside um, the piece, you know, in in the box. So it it they've done it before. I don't know why they didn't do it here. <laughs> yeah, just a weird oversight, I guess. Um, yeah, unsanctioned something I definitely want to play, but now it sounds like I also need to get my hands on it um, as well. Um. So then they had another secret layer. Imagine that for International Women's Day, uh, which and had it a all bunch went downhill of, from there. <laughs> right after that, it just went nuts. Um, March March twelfth, Wizards of the Coast, Star City Games, and Nerd Rage Gaming cancel gaming events due to the COVID nineteen outbreak. Uh, and literally the day after that is one of my favorite uh, experiences from 2020 mystery booster was released, uh, the retail yes. version, because before this, it was available at, uh, like, uh, conventions and, and tournaments. And I was going like to say that. there was a GP. I thought that, happened. yeah, the GP version. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, the, the, the retail edition of mystery booster was released and holy shit, man, for a hundred bucks for a booster box, you got some insane value in these, um, some awesome reprints, some fun foils, uh, and I just, I thought mystery booster was a phenomenal product. Yeah. And honestly, I would rather see that more often than I want to see master sets. I don't know if you guys would agree with that, but I think master sets could be every, you know, X amount of years and then do mystery booster like every other year or something like that. Um, because it was just a fucking awesome experience. <laughs> I wish I could have drafted it. Um, but I bought two boxes of it. And holy shit, I got my money back and then some. And just cards that I didn't have copies of either that now I do. Um, so I I loved it. Uh, what did you guys think about Mystery Booster? I liked it. I drafted it a couple times. I, I opened my Carpet of Flowers, which I put in my Rift deck. Uh, that made me happy. Um Plus, that was the that was that was one of my favorite drafts of the year since it was one of the only drafts I can remember <laughs> where uh, four there were four of us drafting and the three of us opened our packs and picked a card and passed them around, whereas one guy ripped open all three of his packs and started sorting them. That's that's awesome. One guy was playing sealed while the rest of you were drafting. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I remember, yeah, I, was like, I remember hosting that draft. And him coming up and going, I need to buy three more packs. And I'm like, what? You know you can only use three packs? He's like, yeah, there were, I just need to buy three more packs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can't tell you why. I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. I need three more he, packs. I 
I went to pass my cards to him. And I saw him just like sorting, sorting things, and he cracked open his second pack right in front of me and just started sorting by color. And I was like, I was like, dude, you know this is a draft, right? And he looks over at me, and as condescending as he can be, he goes, "Yeah," and then goes back to sorting his stuff. Oops, uh, I don't miss that guy. <laughs> Because I know that the exact guy you're talking about is the one horrible person you deal with at every LGS. (laughs) Oh, God. He sure showed you, Teej. I I don't want to stereotype, but you can... The guy you're picturing, yes, he is wearing those those exact sweatpants in your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, he is. Uh, some people uh, just lean into the the worst fucking stereotypes, and like more power to him, I suppose. But more power to him wherever he is now. That's not where I am. <laughs> that's fair. Um, Chanel, what do you think about Mystery Booster? Oh, uh, um, it was a fun experience, all except the very last time I did it, because the last time I played uh, was actually just like two months ago. Uh, because my my circle of magic has shrunk down to about five whole people, two of which I've had uh, actual in-person contact with, and we had a very small event at their house. And my opponent in one of the games... Like, I, I kept... Game one, I kept bad hands and just did not get there. Game two, I played against a guy... Who had what the uh, fate spinner? I think it was. Oh, but, I remember this story. Yeah, yes, because it was I was fate bitching spinner. about it because he went, "Okay, turn one island into soul ring, and then next turn into fate spinner." And <laughs> in a sealed forty card event like that, oh my god, it it was just the worst. It was so goddamn bad. And then every time I managed to actually like get rid of it, so I could have all of my phases in a turn. Uh, he had some sort of like bounce or other recursion in his colors that he just kept doing it. So, as fun as Mystery Booster is for just that, hey, spin the wheel and get anything from anywhere, there are some horrible goddamn combinations of things, and Soul Ring should not exist in a draft format. <laughs> Soul Ring was a I mistake. can't disagree with that. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, Mystery Boosters is great, and I've got uh, two boxes on my shelf of personal stuff that if I ever get really, really bored or really, really poor, I uh, will do something with. And I haven't gotten that bored or that poor yet. So we could potentially do a single draft with it, and I'll keep one box on my sealed collection shelf once this is all over. Well, that would be fun. Well, now you're out. Gosh, okay, going down the list here. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally forgot that they do this just because of the fact that um, haven't played Standard in person since probably 2019. Uh, the Challenger decks were back again in 2020. So they do, what, like four four of the Standard pre-con yeah, they decks, did. right? They were really good. Unfortunately, we were at that point like ankle deep into corona so things started oh that's right yeah there was the allied fires the jeskai fires of invention um the final adventure which was the um golgari adventures 
uh, Cavalcade Charge, which is mono red Cavalcade, and then Flash of Ferocity, which was that Simic Flash deck that um, I'm assuming that's the one that had uh, God that sweet werewolf, um, <laughs> or not werewolf, but the sweet wolf, um, where if you don't play anything on your turn, you make a wolf token. Um, shoot, I can't think of what it's called. Uh, that green, all, that green all I, wolf. All I remember from, from those. Oh, the 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 one that with food tokens. That wasn't that. Which? Oh no, he he was. Uh, that was from he, Thera, uh, El, Thera. Uh, Eldrain, uh, Wicked um, Wolf. Yeah, where he would Wicked be Wolf. what indestructible, right? If you yeah, sacked a food token was, or something. He was really really good. Uh, no, all I remember from the uh, Challenger decks was the blue red one sold out immediately. Yeah, Jeskai Fires was absolutely bonkers. Yeah, um, just the sheer value of that one. I, my my favorite one still though is back um, when mono white uh, with history of Benalia, Legion's Landing. You know that Ixalan block. Yeah, I standard. turned that one that, into that's a, my favorite uh, Frontier deck. Is that still a format? I think so. Yeah. Frontier. Um, so yeah, Pioneer, there's maybe. You're thinking, by the way, Nelson. You're thinking of Nightpack Ambusher. Thank you. That's the one. That's the flashy wolf. <laughs> so He's flashy. real flashy. Uh yeah, so that was that was also in March. Um and then April 1st was apparently a secret layer drop again for April Fools because you you got to do that. Um it was important. On April 11th, Netflix was reported to begin working on a live action magic movie in addition to the animated series that they're doing and apparently according to this note, Anna Ju- Angelina Jolie is reportedly considered for the role of Liliana Vess so yeah that's news to me uh yeah same here (laughs) hadn't heard that before um and then also in april a lot of people got pissed when this happened uh planeswalker points and dci numbers are retired yeah so that was a that was a bummer and a goodbye to an old friend (laughs) we did get icoria and this was around uh icoria was the uh at the point where uh we or i i had been closed physically for uh state stay at home order because my Ikoria release was, hey, drive by the store real slow, and I'll throw your Ikoria boxes <laughs> into your open car as you go. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that, that was, was when that, that was, when was Wisconsin basically shut down. the last uh, brick and mortar experience that I had as a uh, as an LGS. Um. Yeah, and then so. God, May brought us the secret layer Godzilla lands. So another secret layer, because you know you got to have at least one a month because uh, yeah. you want to keep it secret. Um, and then on May fifteenth was the delayed release of Ikoria and Commander twenty twenty um, on continents other than Asia. And I know we talked about this when we talked about Ikoria, uh, you know, much earlier in twenty twenty. But I still. Um, I, I, I can't say much about the set. I didn't get to play it in a limited format uh, at all uh, or standard. And I, I, I haven't touched Arena. Um, so I, I don't know how good Ikoria is or isn't. Um, I do know that the Mutate Precon deck was really cool. I like the new mechanic. But I did not, and I still do not, like the fact that those decks were so tightly tied to um, a plane uh, for the standard set i feel like for what commander is and what commander can do as far as reprints um of old characters or new legendaries or whatever cards um pigeonholing in pre-con commander decks especially five of them to fit a single plane limits your design and your ability so much and i hope to hell they don't do that next year because um even though i bought them all 
Uh, <laughs> I was I just did... going to say, you're real pissy for somebody who went, yeah, I'll take <laughs> all of them. It's it's Commander. Like, I have an addiction, yeah. and it's Commander, and it's what I do. But I still think that from a design choice, they could have been a lot better. Um, you know, I don't think what they did was obviously as broken as, say, Eminence in 2017. But at least those decks were unique and cool and different. Uh, whereas, you know, and, and again, the the um, I really liked the Mutate deck. I thought that was super cool. Um, and I think that, uh, like some of the new cards that they created like um atla plani nest tender i i think that's a cool card uh calamax is really interesting you know so there's there's some legendaries that they came up with that um uh i haven't played with but to tie it in with a standard set where you're getting current standard cards plus like cards from that standard set that weren't printed in standard i mean that was just a little too much for me uh from a design standpoint i did not care for that um but what what about you guys what are your thoughts on uh ikoria and uh the the corresponding commander 2020 set that came out with it i hate the ikoria commander set symbol oh i hate it too it's garbage <laughs> that's that is my biggest because honestly i didn't get really get a chance to play with any of the commander precons because at that point i was desperately trying to sell any and everything that i had to lessen the amount of shit I had to move into my house, because now my house is a basically an LGS delivery system for the uh, the time being. Um, I did really like Ikoria and the mutate mechanic. I managed to pull a uh, King Ghidorah, whatever the hell his actual card name is, and I built a mutate deck around him that just goes bonkers. It is a all of your eggs in one giant angry dinosaur dragon basket and it 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 hurts people it hurts people real good yeah both of you guys have really neat mutate decks so good <clears throat> yeah um i liked ikoria i didn't get to um I didn't hate on the precons as much as you did nelson but you do raise a lot of really good points um, but I bought the Sultai one and I tweaked that one up a bit, uh, swapped out the commander for a dragon. Cause that's, that's what I do. Um, Ikoria, uh, commander decks brought us those free spells where if you control your commander, you can yeah. do something without its mana cost. Hate those cards. Um, but, uh, Ikoria set uh, uh, proper has a lot of really cool cards in it. Um, and as the story is going to be for a lot of what we talk about, wish I could have played this in limited. Wish I could have played this in person, you know. Um, but Ikoria brought us mutate cards. Ikoria brought us uh, uh, alternate art uh, uh, comic book looking things. Yeah, anything with the mutate um, uh, yeah, those were ability had the, had the option of being in a comic book art. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Ikoria brought us the greatest love story ever told between <laughs> that true. man I and his dinosaur. That's true, I forgot about that, between a man and his dino. Is it a hadrosaur <laughs> that he's, uh... See, 2020 20, wasn't all that bad. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Ikoria gave us companions. <laughs> and oh, then Christ. immediately had to fix companions. <laughs> Nerf yep. the shit out of it. Um... Akoria, Akoria gave us uh, 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 
Uh, Lutri, the Spell Chaser, which was the first pre-banned card in Commander. The Little Otter. Which, yes, which people got irrationally pissed at because a lot of people don't know how to evaluate cards and uh, how to build uh, a proper game. Um, and last but certainly not least, Ikoria uh, 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 brought us, uh, from the future... Space Godzilla Death Corona. <laughs> yes, we got the Death Corona. I have two foil Death Coronas that I'm just going to keep and look back fondly upon. <laughs> Assuming uh. I don't still die from Corona. <laughs> uh, yeah, after that, uh, Magic Fest got canceled, uh, which was a bummer oh. because we had talked for a while about getting together and playing in one of the Command Fests. Um and we never got a chance to do that. So that that sucked uh, for 2020. Um, there was the, the Summer Super Drop on June 1st for Secret Lair, uh, of course. Um, and then we had also in June uh, oh, yeah. with the, the social, all the social justice, um, you know, protesting and things that were going on over the summer. Uh, Magic went through and actually removed uh, cards from Gatherer's database and banned them from sanctioned play. Uh, cards like... Um, invoke prejudice, which uh, is pretty fucking. Uh, that art is 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 pretty pretty. Um, and that's what's the word I want? I mean, offensive Racist? to some people, right? Yeah. But uh, pretty pretty specific uh, yes. in what it yeah. is and what it's referencing. Um, you know, one of the turns cards out a too, guy who's a member of the KKK can draw those hoods pretty accurately. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. Uh, if you don't know the story behind invoke prejudice, uh, look that up sometime. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a doozy. Uh, and I'm trying to think like what else was, was, um, banned. Jihad, um, I believe was cleanse. banned. I, I have a couple, I think I have at least two copies of stone throwing devils now in a binder because that was banned. I did not know that that was a, some sort of pejorative or other racial slur. Never heard that one before. Yeah, yes. me neither. Um, Crusade me. was banned, which, like, I guess from a religious context, but like, <sighs> yeah, that it's one still, I, didn't agree I still with. think that one was a little bit of a reach. My personal opinion on that, um, and I it's think, not just I because I own a, an unlimited version of Crusade, but <laughs> I think there was an artwork that people didn't like because the most recent one is is Elspeth leading an army, and that one's fine. Uh, I believe but the original you, one was like a one of the Knights Templar. If you look at Elspeth's Twitter feed, she's pretty racist too, though. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't know if, was this the same time that, um, Therese Nielsen was, um, removed as an artist? I think Therese Nielsen got hit a little bit later. Yeah. Was it later? Okay. Um, and then Noah Bradley also, um, got hit later too, um, after he admitted preying on women at, uh, <laughs> magic events. So a lot of and fucking crazy stuff happening outside still of the game still itself. Don't know who that is. What's that? I said I still don't know who that is. Uh, he did all the new ley lines. Uh, ah, I'm trying okay. to think like what else he's illustrated. That's like a big, I don't know. He's no Seb McKinnon, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Dude's talented. Uh, don't get me wrong. But yeah, turned out to be a real piece of shit. I, I um, think I'm one of four people who don't like the Seb uh, Seb McKinnon uh, damnation art. Oh, I love it because it's like a Hieronymus Bosch painting. It's And the Metallica Until It Sleeps video, oh. damn it. Yeah, um, not a fan. That's fine. <laughs> you know what else I'm not a fan of? June 12th, fucking Fetchlands came back in Secret Lair Ultimate Edition. Who wants to pay fucking $300 or what? What did these get scalped at? Like 450 at one point? I mean, it was bonkers. Okay, this one I'm okay with because this one 
as an LGS, I actually got to carry these. That's which true. Is, which That's is true. why we need to qualify that. Yeah. All yeah. All of my hate on the secret layers has been it bypasses the game stores that are building communities that are actually getting players involved that are teaching people how to play the game and collect cards and blah 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 and then they just go okay cool you did all the legwork we're gonna take all the money and they finally put this one out and at this point at this point everyone's just like yeah I'm not paying that much for five for five uh, for five fetch lands and I had to like okay look if you bought all five of these regular by themselves it's like almost $300 and I I was selling these things for like 250 despite them going for more and I I still probably have two or three of these fucking things lying around somewhere. So, we finally got a secret layer that I as an LGS could benefit from and nobody gave a shit because they didn't even include uh planeswalkers as stained glass stained glass art options. They left those out of these as well as making them uh very very prohibitive on price well and as long as we've as long as we've brought him up a few times already uh that seb mckinnon misty misty rainforest is pretty sweet art oh i love the art for all the lands because they do yeah me too new art and anytime they do reprints of expensive cards uh i always prefer them doing different art don't just reprint it as is make it so that it is new and available to new players who might not have the you know wallets to get the old ones but by keeping them as different art each time, the old ones can still retain their original value. Over time, yes, they will balance out, but it's not an immediate hit when there's a, a reprint and a $40 card becomes 12 bucks, And you go, well, shit, I spent $40 on this thing. Now it's worthless. That's a very valid point. Um, and, yeah, like you said, it's a big deal, you know, when there's alternate art. Um and that does help, you know, retain value for original printings and things like that. Well, so I mean, look at the that helps lands. collectors out. Every every batch of Shocklands has different art, true, and yep. they all bounce back value wise. I think partially because of that. Yep. The new ones are always going to be cheaper than the old ones because the old ones are the originals, and you can tell immediately because of that art, and that gives them value because all these little cardboard rectangles only have the value that we as a society assign to them. And we like our pretty pictures special and unique and original. <laughs> that is That's true. Deep, we bro. really do. Uh, after So after that, uh, on June 26th, so again, two weeks later, uh, Signature Spellbook Chandra came out. And this, I think, was a little underwhelming. Um, <laughs> yep, got a case of these things yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, reception was was mediocre. I still think the best spell book um, was Jace. Yeah, because um, Gideon, um, you know, had a spell book as well. I, I still think Jace was the best one. Um, signature spell book Chandra uh, Gideon, came Gideon out. Had some some good sideboard for modern cards. I think sure. Jace was the best all around. Gideon was a good sideboard uh, spell book, and Chandra was, hey, do you guys remember these standard decks from a little while ago? We <laughs> added Chandra to the art. Well, and, uh, I mean, they they reprinted Torch of Defiance. They, uh, Chandra has, in my opinion, like the best border, though. They all oh, have God, yes, borders. absolutely. Yeah. Chandra's totally border and Chandra's basic land look beautiful. Yeah, hands down, absolutely agree with you there. Um, hundred percent. 
that's where that's where it shined the cards themselves that were printed in it um were uh you know not as great as some of the reprints we got elsewhere Uh, i mean jace gave us mystical tutor which is a reprint people always want right um brainstorm uh jace bellerin you know they're they're just more cards that are played i think more often in more formats um, like Chanel said, Gideon had some sideboard stuff, but Chandra's are just underwhelming there. But from an art perspective and the pure like design of these, absolutely gorgeous. Love the borders, love the basic land, um, just awesome stuff all around. And then let's see. After that, a week later, uh, we got Corset 2021, and uh, this people loved because we got some really neat reprints here uh grim tutor was reprinted ugin was reprinted azusa was reprinted massacre worm uh, massacre worm was reprinted <laughs> in standard yeah i mean it has shaken up um you know that yeah it, it's one of the most <laughs> i don't really know what i was going to say there that's um, fine drafting this set would have been phenomenal Yes, yes. I would have loved to draft that. It would have been fun games. It would have been that, holy crap, do I go for money or do I go for winning or shit? I can do both with some of these cards. Um, Also, though, this is the core set that gave us like 20 versions of the same Teferi. Yeah, that was completely... Uh, And it's a fucking Planeswalker that you can activate on every player's turn. I do (laughs) not like this Teferi at all. Um... So that's how I feel about that. Love you, the core set, hate Teferi. <laughs> you remember nine different versions of Teferi. I remember that this is where they introduced Dog as a creature type. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Dog Dog is a creature type now. Uh, totally forgot about that. And we got dogs and cats. We got lords, man. And and the most the most good boy ever, uh, selfless savior. Uh, Aw. He's a good boy. <laughs> he does he's a good boy. Uh, let's see. What boy. happened after that? Jumpstart. Oh. Jumpstart happened after that. I got my first box of Jumpstart like three weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Because Jumpstart was never in stock anywhere. (laughs) Uh, That was one of the, like, uh, of of all the production and distribution delays, this one was hit by COVID the worst. I think last I heard, like, the EU is just now getting their first batch of Jumpstart. Um. I wow. got a fraction of what I was supposed to get on initial release, and I think I had uh, like two dozen boxes on back order for my distributor. And he's like, "Well, we will. We should be getting more in. It'll be a few weeks." So I'm like, "Okay." And a few weeks go by, and he's like, "Yeah, we're still hoping." And then of like the several dozen I was waiting for, I got like three boxes one day randomly, and I went, "Sweet, jump starts coming back." Yeah, that was it. Like, three boxes and then nothing. It's still out. And they're like, well, we're hoping beginning of 2021 we can get the rest of it out. Yeah, the uh, the printing delays, the shipping delays, all the stuff um, well, and that even happened. The, even with really... the delays, the stuff that got out, this is probably the most misprinted set I have seen in a long time. There are, if you're not familiar, there are specialty groups, especially on Facebook, just for magic misprints and miscuts. Uh, There are entire packs of Jumpstart where every single card in your pack is just two cards printed over the top of each other. And it happens a lot in Jumpstart. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen any of that, but... um... 
we'll I mean we'll we'll talk about Commander Legends later, but that is the most washed out, terrible print set that I've ever purchased. <laughs> um, and we'll get to we'll get to that later. Um, but after after later? Jumpstart, <laughs> uh, which you know what it, I, I think I think Jumpstart was a really cool idea. I love the fact I love the thought that you can buy two packs, smash them together, and go sit down and play a game of Magic. It was I think a, that's it was really a fleshed neat. out version of Unsanctioned, and Unsanctioned was fun. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I, I hope that Jumpstart is something that continues uh, to be a product, you know, not every year, but in the future. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great months. idea, and and I, I like it. Uh, you know, some people I saw, it was funny, as Jumpstart is actually starting to hit more people's, um, you know, people are actually able to buy it more broadly watching people freak out when they open a jumpstart pack on the internet and go what the fuck are their core set 2021 cards in here for <laughs> uh they're like tied together dude yeah um they're supposed to be like there's literally a pack you can get called basri ket <laughs> like, I mean, uh they are inextricably tied um but after that we got uh double masters which you know uh wizards was going to take some time off from master sets and i think we waited uh was it 2018 that ultimate masters came out in can't remember accurate i think it was i think it was 2018 so two years uh we got double masters um which was there was some controversy about the price i think it was 300 bucks for a box um but you got two foils and two rares uh you know hence double um but i think the biggest lightning rod from double masters was the introduction of the vip edition pack that sold for like 100 bucks and you got 30 cards 35 cards um for hundred bucks, I should and, know it was the only goddamn pack I could even get of Double Masters for myself. It was worth it though. I gambled and won on my pack. Good uh, for you. I believe I did too. Um, I don't know that I would ever. Um, I don't know that I would do it again, but I tried it and yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not. I did not pick up a VIP pack. I did like the Why set though. Why would you though, not want for a what... pack that costs as much as a box? <laughs> uh, for what it was, I, I did like the set. I, I liked uh, like getting the reprints of the reflections. I really liked that. Um, and God, what else was reprinted in, in Double Masters? Worm Coil Engine got reprinted. That's neat. Um, all the Urza Lands got reprinted. That's neat. Um, I'm trying to think like what other cool stuff was in there. Uh, no, Bloodbraid Elf was mystery booster. Um, I don't know. Double Masters, like I, I liked as a set. It took me a while to get over the price hump. I understand, you know, we're gonna increase it fifty bucks because of two rares, but I still feel like we're just getting more and like the price just keeps going up and up and up and up. But like we're getting shittier and shittier cardboard. <laughs> um, yeah. My well, like people, the foils people, are just fucking ridiculous. People keep buying it so wizards True. will just keep doing it much like the secret layers you bought some a- i bought some we'd all have to agree hey let's not get these cheap you know copies of cards for more than we should be paying for them because if point. we don't everyone else will so we have to keep up with them that is a great point um so after that, what happened? Amonkhet remastered one on Arena, but we don't really play Arena. Uh, Secret Layer Drop Prime Slime came out with the the, the Wizards. Uh, God, the Epic Duels 
um spell wars what, art yeah guy. spell wars that's what i'm thinking of um epic S- spell wars the duels super, at i believe it's duel the same guy fire skull mountain or something too. um that's what the art looked like and then after that uh fucking nine days later there was another secret layer uh every dog has its day don't even remember what was in that uh dogs <laughs> and then there was the then there was the yargo secret layer in september um because we needed three secret layers within like three weeks of each other uh, but then in September we had Zendikar Rising uh, and the Zendikar Rising Commander decks, which uh, so Zendikar Rising the set was the first time we got set boosters. Uh, I love that idea. I bought a box of set boosters instead of a draft box uh, for that set and loved it. I absolutely loved it. Thought it was a great idea, and uh, I'm anxious to hear your opinions on that. But also what you thought about the Zendikar Rising Commander decks because uh, you know we played with them. Uh, uh, we played them out of the box along with, uh, I played Cathril from Commander 2020 um, and you know we have that game up on our YouTube channel but uh, w- I really liked the Rogues deck and I, st- I-, I liked Obun too um, I think that the Rogues deck was a little bit more finely tuned and maybe a little bit better but I think they were both great um, starting points and something really cool to actually see like how they made the mill mechanic work and the different landfall things that they did with Obun. Um, so what did you, what did you guys think about Zendikar Rising and some of the new things we got with that set? I loved set boosters. I'm excited to keep getting set booster boxes in the future. Uh, you are guaranteed a foil, and you can get up to four rares. I don't know if you guys knew that. Four rares. <laughs> um. But joking aside, set boosters are really cool because they're 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 semi themed out, and they they put the cards in 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 such an order that it builds your hype up to what's coming and um, better chances at uh, at the the showcase cards and and all that stuff. And yes, cards from uh, the list as well. Oh yes, ah, yes, cards from the, the list. list. Um, set boosters were great. Uh, the commander decks were great. Uh, Zendikar set was great. Uh, Zendikar Rising, I think, was 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 a big hit all around for me. I enjoyed it. Uh, I agree. I think it was one of the best standard sets we've had in a while. I really, really liked it. Plus, uh, some of the booster packs had these magic mini games, which I have the one here for Booster Sleuth, which I remember that Tej sprung upon us with Aha. no, <laughs> with no fucking. That's right. We prep did that. time. And it was super confusing, but after the fact, now I understand it, so that wasn't too terrible. Uh, I see they had five options for minigames. I have the card, uh, the rules cards for three of them here, so maybe at some point in the future we could play around with some of these things. Yeah. Base Race, Booster Sleuth, Royal, Royal Royale. There you go. Yeah. Give those a shot um, at some point. Um, but my my quick little jump in here for set boosters. I like the idea. I hate the name, and I hate the uh, way that they introduce them to game stores and players. Because yeah, the naming conventions could be better, right? Again, I've made this point before. I will make this point again. The set boosters have things from outside the set, and have things that would be really fun to draft. The draft boosters only contain cards from the set so why (laughs) 
Seems um, a bit backwards. Yeah. On top of that, introducing a new product line with zero real, like, hey, these are how these are going to go, and this is what's going to be in them. Because game stores have to put in pre-orders usually a month or two before even spoilers start. So yeah. we get a little, like, two sentences of, Set boosters will contain cards from a list as well as a thing, and will be slightly more expensive. Cool. I guess I have no idea what those are. I'll take a dozen, maybe. And then they were allocated in the first round, so couldn't get as many of them. And then everyone went, oh, I want these instead of the, the draft boosters. So all those draft boosters you bought are useless garbage because we can't actually draft in person because of pandemic. So set, set, set. Yeah, you did this past year really open my eyes to to a lot of looking at things through a vendor's point of view. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that. It makes you know reevaluating things is always is always good. <laughs> um, so you're you're absolutely right with with everything you just said. I mean, it all makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. That's our show. We're gonna end <laughs> on that fucking high note. <laughs> and scene. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was interesting. Another thing that I enjoyed was that uh, the the um, expeditions came back. So it's the masterpiece series for lands, right? Uh, and box toppers were here, and set boosters included box toppers, and uh, I thought that was that was a nice touch. And I, I I love the box toppers for expeditions. I thought that was a much better way of getting them out into the community versus just one in every 600 booster packs might contain a you know $60 card it's well now every box is going to give you probably on average a $20 card in addition to everything else that you get in there so that was I think that was a good system agreed um yes so do i i hope to see that i i love that we get you know the expeditions with the zendikar set so um i was happy to go back i love the new stuff um i liked seeing nahiri as a character come back uh and you know i really liked what they did with the set i thought there was some cool stuff i like the emphasis on rogues as we start to gear up for the D D set coming here in 2021 uh and more focus on you know actually building a party uh that should be interesting to see how that continues to to grow and evolve um, and then after after we had that, uh, we had the secret layer. Uh, what is Zendikar revisited? I don't even remember this one um, because I was too busy remembering The Walking Dead, getting pissed off about that. Yeah. So apparently there was a secret layer where you could get Admonition, Angel, Royal, Elemental, Zulaport, Cutthroat, Warren, Instigator, and Avenger of Zendikar. Um, right before they dropped this secret layer. Uh, for The Walking oh, yes. Dead, which um, I hated from all angles. So, <laughs> um, and I think we were all kind of in agreement uh, about that particular secret layer where uh, um, Teej still likes The Walking Dead, so he was on board with it. I, uh, 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 <laughs> I felt the show on. got boring, so I didn't care. Also, mechanically unique cards that you can only get through a direct sale from fucking Hasbro is could suck one. Yes. Walking Secret Dead Secret Secret Dead Walking Lair was an awful idea. <laughs> Don't um, dead open inside is what just fucking happened in your brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh no, Walking Dead Secret the, the 
The only thing that they needed to do was make them silver bordered. That's it. Then there would be no problems whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but because because the goal uh, was to bring in Walking Dead fans into Magic, they didn't want people to buy these cards and find out later. What do you mean I can't play with these cards? Because um, they're silver bordered and and. So they wanted people to actually be able to play with the cards. Um, the other thing they could have done that I said was do the do the thing that they did with the Godzilla cards, where you get your your Godzilla name and your Godzilla art, but the the real card name underneath, uh, and have them be cards from the future that we don't have yet, but we will get eventually. That would have solved all the problems too. Yeah, I think that would have worked just as fine. Yep, Cause, that's what cause, I wanted. That would have given us that would have given us a tease for an upcoming set. Um, they're still doing that thing where there's they say there's no reason we can't print these in the future, yeah. and we might even do that um, uh, all non-committally and whatnot. Right. Um, so if 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 they get if they get enough backlash, which like everything else, this the, this sold out. Yeah. People yeah. bought them. Uh, I doubt they learned their lesson the way that 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 we would like them to have. <laughs> we um, keep getting upset and then giving them our money as a, as a group, and it's they true. go, "Huh, they made a stink and typed some words, but then they gave us their wallets." But so. they still gave us all of the dollars. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! November six, Net Marble terminates Mana Strike. I was just gonna say we have to cover this because uh, because we talked about it earlier. Mana Strike. Um, if you if you really wanted to go look it up after after hearing the beginning of this podcast, unfortunately, uh, the game has been terminated. Damn, I don't know if it's still available for download, but uh, it is no longer supported. I was gonna download it after we were done recording. <laughs> I thought you did it and you were playing while we were recording. No, I'm building Golos Gates quietly <laughs> over here because oh. I can't stop building EDH tech. Guy. Uh, yeah, and then also on the same day, I mean, R.I.P. Mana Strike, but that's when Secret Lair uh, Extra Life was released. So um, I bought Best a copy of that for Lair. myself. Schnell, you said you were gifted a couple copies of that. Uh, so um, my my wife, who knows little to nothing about magic, went, so you want that? I'm like, well, it's a fundraiser, and I collect sphinxes, and this is the first Secret Lair that had sphinxes in it, so unfortunately, yeah... I will I will give them some of my money. She's like, well, your birthday's coming up. I'll get you one for your birthday. And then, like, a day later, she went, yeah, uh, they said you get free shipping if you spent over 100 so I just bought you two of them. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, and it's not just, like, any Sphinx. I mean, you know. It's Consecrated Sphinx. <laughs> like, it's Consecrated Sphinx. And Teferi's Protection and Collected Company. Uh, and I forget what else now. Because <laughs> it's oh, sitting across the uh, Amulet of Vigor. Thank you, Amulet of Vigor. Uh, so, like cards people use, right? Like I thought, I thought they picked really good um, cards for this drop. So, I was I was happy with that. And half half the money goes to Extra Life, uh, which is a Children's Miracle Network um, charity. And like I said, uh, every year, well, I didn't go this year uh, because um, of our daughter and some of her health issues and the pandemic. Um, but we do a huge extra life fundraiser, uh, at a friend's house where we do 24 hours of, uh, video games and they did it very, very small, um, very separate this year. And I did not get a chance to participate, but otherwise, um, I'm very active in extra life, raising money for children's hospital of Wisconsin. And mm -hmm. so of course, uh, this 
is one where uh, you know I know that money goes towards a great cause, uh, so I did get that uh, Secret Layer series. And then we get to the end of the year and Commander Legends, which everybody's probably heard. You know, their ears are probably bleeding from all the podcasts they've been listening to lately covering Commander <laughs> Legends. Um, but I absolutely loved it. Um, I hope we get a Commander Legends two that has even more uh commander reprints that i think we need things like cabal coffers i will not stop saying coffers needs to be reprinted until it is um yeah but i loved i love some of the new stuff i love war room i love commander's plate i or commander's yeah commander's plate right yes Um, yes oh yes the armor yes yes yes. uh even guildless commons like a bounce land that taps for two colorless i mean it was like uh uh, commander legends was like colorless commander christmas like (laughs) koslik was just licking his lips just you know there's so much uh in there i love that we got the completed colorless commander christmas (laughs) uh the completed battle bond uh land cycle was awesome I'm, i'm glad we got those uh i my marchesa deck loves the new court cards um I really, really, really liked Commander Legends. Uh, and though I have not drafted it yet, I had a blast playing it in a sealed environment. And uh, I would love to play it sealed again uh, and draft it at some point because I thought Commander Legends was an absolute blast. We did an end of the year draft at my house and I made everyone mask up and we did somebody's Modern Horizons box. We opened and did that and I. Uh, I came in second in that one. That was fun. And then we did a six-player Commander Legends draft pod where everyone bought in so they could keep their cards. And I came in second in that one. And I have to say, I am proud of my nephew for getting bullied into winning the game, despite his best (laughs) efforts. Because Can't go wrong with that. We had to bully him into making some correct choices here and there. But it was a fun game overall. Uh, what do you guys think about the set? Uh, it's fun seeing Cascade come back. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, I think the set was good overall. Um, we got etched foils. Etched foils are pretty. Oh, yeah. And they don't curl like goddamn Pringles chips. Yeah, the etched foils are completely fine. All my other ones are, like you said, they're fucking Pringles. <laughs> I'm still, like, impressed and pissed off. At the very first box of that stuff I opened, I made I made all nice organized piles on my desk, and then I came back the next day, and it looked like my cat had gotten in and just knocked down all my piles because the foils in and amongst those piles had curled overnight from drying out and just shifted piles into each other, knocking cards all over my desk. <laughs> and again, I have three cats, but none of them are allowed in my office where I sort all my magic cards, so I knew they were not to blame. Because they would never break the rules. They don't have <laughs> thumbs to open up the doors. They're not yes, as smart but they'd as also never break the rules. Uh, and then after Commander Legends, uh, we had, <laughs> oh, the secret versary drop where we talked about, uh, God... There were multiple parts of this. The the Seb McKinnon drop was one of them. Uh, the Bob Ross um, lands were one of them. I forget what else was all in there, but there was the big secret versary drop where you could buy, um, you know, one of each, all of them at once. You know, whatever you wanted to do. Um, it was Seb McKinnon, Bob uh, Ross, squirrels, a uh, box of rocks. Oh, 
and 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 uh, the death metal one. Oh yeah, that's right, the death yeah. metal one. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, me um, too. Because those cards looked awful. Yes, yeah, I, I did hate, not like I hated the death them. metal ones at all. On top, of my, on top of my general disdain for secret layers, those were also <laughs> just worse. Uh, and then the last thing we had um, was Commander Collection Green, which I think we all got a copy of. I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. Um, I liked I it. I wish that uh, it was more prevalent. I'm, I feel very lucky that... Um, that Schnell was able to get uh, some because they were price gouged uh, like crazy. Um, but Schnell did not uh, gouge his, which is which is great. <laughs> I'll get you um, next time. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you, I mean, I've been pooping on your. Front I, I don't like. I, I don't like delivery. that the foil ones were limited only to WPN um, premium stores. Yeah, premium stores. Uh, but you know it. Uh, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, but I, I, I liked it. I thought there was a good selection of cards. Um, I do think it's a little interesting that two of the cards in Commander Legend or Commander Collection Green are not green cards. <laughs> I was um, just gonna say that. Yeah. So and that I, whole I, WPN Premium thing is an entire different ball of fucking wax of things right. for me to bitch about. And I've talked to a few other game stores who are just like, yeah, fuck that. That's it's it's too much and now they're starting to make it that you know fall in or fall behind which really fucking blows but anyway yeah no i'm i'm uh, right there with you on that uh I, I i like the product again i wish that it uh was all green cards i feel like there were green <laughs> cards we could have gotten um i mean god they even could have stuck like avenger of zendikar in there uh instead of like command tower <laughs> um i get I get what they're doing when they call it Commander Collection, but if you're going to specify it to a color, um, maybe stick with cards that are that color. Yeah, uh, give us a Gaius but, Cradle. Uh, yeah, right there. <laughs> or you at go. least growing growing rights of Itlamok. That would have been um, there. You go. Slot. And that's you know that's uh, I, I have to say like Sylvan Library, uh, Worldly Tutor. Um, you know there were some great reprints in there, um, yeah. but I feel like you know there could have been a couple more. Uh, instead of Soul Ring and instead of um, Command Tower, the the alternate art is neat. I think it looks cool, um, but I would have preferred you know different green cards. I think, uh, and that's that's twenty twenty. We did it, guys. <laughs> and we got there. It was this morning, and I don't know what happened. Um, that's that's the that's the story of the year. So, uh, 2020 was a, a busy year. Um, I feel like I have product fatigue. I don't know um, about you guys. Do you feel the same way? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> just the amount of shit that came out with the limited market of people not being able to play in person. Yes, I agree. It was the year of Commander because that is the easiest thing to do over a webcam when you're scraping together random cards here and there, and <laughs> you're not going to be playing standard as much because you're not going to the shop as much. So, yes, year of Commander. Hooray! But because of why it was the year of Commander, fuck, no. <laughs> yeah, um, I would pass on the you know pandemic thing in the future. <laughs> yeah, sure. would not recommend. Let's not do this again. Everyone wash your goddamn hands. Yeah, right? <laughs> keep keep each other safe. Keep yourself safe. Quit licking um, each other's eyeballs, which I'm pretty sure is how this stuff spreads. <laughs> I think you're right. 
Uh, yeah, I mean that's it. Anything else? Anything else you guys want to say uh, in closing on the on the year that was? Uh, after this podcast, I'm never talking about last year again. So, <laughs> yep, I'm fucking done with 2020, man. I hear you. Uh, what about you, Teach? Anything else? Um, it, it was a year. It was a year full of stuff. Um, yeah. I cared about very little of it, but uh, I understand the product fatigue mentality. So, yeah, I agree. Um, lots of hits and misses. Some good stuff. Some stuff not as good. Um, but I feel like the pace was just unsustainable, uh, and something that I wouldn't want to try to keep up with uh, in the future. So I appreciate the focus on Commander. I do not appreciate the cadence, I suppose, or the. Um, the schedule uh with which things were released i i feel like maybe they could have held back a little bit more um you know we'll we'll see what 2021 looks like um with supplemental products and things like that um yeah, again you don't we'll have to buy what they're selling secret but, layers you know. every two weeks from here on out right and that's one thing i can't wait to see die i wish that would have stayed in 2020 but that's you know um the nature of the beast i guess is is what it is but uh yeah uh i think that's a good spot to wrap it up thank you guys for sitting down and talking with me about the year that was and the the good and the bad thank you to our listeners for tuning in uh make sure that you rate review and subscribe tell a friend you can find us on itunes google play podbean iHeartRadio, stitcher uh, anywhere you consume podcasts check us out on our social channels uh you can find us on facebook just search homebrew magic uh you'll find our page as well as our community group page uh you can find us on youtube uh under homebrew magic for some of our EDH gameplay videos. And uh, until next time, don't drink and scry. On Cathartic Reunion, this guy gave up everything for this dinosaur. My God, it's so sweet. <laughs>